Hello, and welcome back to the Slow Growth Podcast. This episode is called Effective Tiny Solutions. The best solutions have a harmony of these opposites. What you've done a thousand times before and what you've never done before. Harmony of opposites is a phrase we'll get back to later, but for now, let's consider. How do these two things coincide? How can you have done something a thousand times and never? Take a second to think about it. There's not just one answer. Now, even though there's not just one answer, there is at least one. Let's consider the concept of context. When and where you do something affects the activity more than it might seem. Often tied up in location and time is intention. Example, stretching outside in the morning has a different intention than doing exactly the same thing at night in your bedroom. The intention is not opposite different. You're still practicing self-care both times, but because of the context, the states of your mind and body are different. Waking up, the body is tight pretty much all over. At night, it's tight in more specific patterns from what you did that day. These different states benefit from different poses, different rhythms, different intensities. Same kind of thing with your mind. Your intention in the morning might be to feel vigor, to ready yourself for effort, while at night you're going for a smoothness, to undo the patterns of the day that have taken hold in your muscles and fascia. If you've stretched every morning for years and you love it or feel like you need it every day, but you've never stretched at night for whatever reason, if you try the night, it will simultaneously be something you've done a thousand times and never before. You will have to learn how to do it. You might find that it doesn't feel good at first because you're not used to doing it with a bedtime mindset. You'll be establishing a new relationship, not just with stretching, but between your self-care self and your nighttime self, whereas your self-care self might be more comfortable and familiar with your morning self. You'll have to explore the space available to you at night if it's different from the usual morning location. You'll have to decide which stretches fit with the energy you're trying to inspire, and you'll have to face the ways in which patterns from your day or your habitual nighttime style gets in the way. These questions might be small tails attached to big dogs, meaning that questions about problems usually lead to more questions about problems, but the solutions will be small. Maybe you decide to simply do fewer stretches at night. Instead of your five go-to morning yoga poses, at night maybe you do just one that you can really relax into and just breathe. Maybe it's child's pose, cat-cow, or an easy twist. Or maybe you find some kind of stretch you can do lying down, already in bed. They say happy baby pose is, well, I mean it's right there in the name. So let's say you're looking to find more freedom in your body, a slow growth kind of pursuit because it gives you little drops of energy that allow you to flow just a bit more easily through your life. Let's say you've already been on that path, putting together your own mini yoga class for 15 minutes each morning. Now that you've been listening to the Slow Growth Podcast for a few episodes, 
You trust that the best solutions are the tiniest ones that build on what you already do well. So you think, hey, I should take this mini morning thing I already love to do and add on an even minier nighttime thing. First of all, congrats, because that is an awesome idea. Stretching at night will subtly make the morning even better, which will subtly make the day even easier, and the spiral will be subtly upward. Now let's zoom out. You, listener, have some area of your life in which you want more freedom, clarity, ease, energy, hope, trust, or connection. You do. You also either have some action you're already taking repeatedly in order to get some semblance or shadow of that positive thing you want. Or you feel like you're totally starting at zero, which is never really true, but sometimes the inner judge proclaims that really loudly, making it hard for you to think clearly and find any pre-existing positive foothold. In either case, you still gotta start somewhere. Let's say you want more connection. There is likely already someone in your life who you trust and get inspired by. Find a way to connect with them just a tiny bit more often. If you want more beauty in your life, amplify a spiritual or artistic activity you love that you already do. If you want more vitality, find a tiny way to make a moment in your day more physically active. Abstractly, if you want to make progress with ease by engaging a slow-growth mindset and finding slow-growth solutions, then you start by finding the bit of your process that's already alive. That is, finding the seed of the solution, the thing you already do to solve it, even if it doesn't seem like a solution exactly. If it's alive and you do it repeatedly, it's got growth energy within it, like a seed. Try it in different contexts, spreading the seeds around. Identify the tiny logistical barriers, giving it some sunlight. Water it with your trust in the process. See what sprouts up. 